simply known as the Palmetto Inform. Welcome back to another installment of the Palmetto Informer. It's a new year and lots of things are happening here in South Carolina. As always, I'm Sergeant David Erskine and I'm joined by Sergeant Erica Knight. Um, weren't you a specialist last month? <laughs> well, yes, now that you mention it, I was, but not anymore. Okay then, congratulations. That's enough about me. Let's get to the good stuff. Well, first of all, we'd like to welcome Major General Robert E. Livingston Jr. as our new Adjutant General. You'll hear more about him a little bit later. Yep, we have some good information for you. In this month's show, we have a story about how the 169th Fighter Wing participated in the inauguration and some tips on preventing the flu this season. We also have some healthy tips to help you stick to your New Year's resolution and much more. With that said, Major Cindy King is going to get us started with the Adjutant General's Change of Command. South Carolina's Adjutant General, Major General Stanhope S. Spears, relinquished leadership of the South Carolina National Guard to Major General Robert E. Livingston, Jr. in a ceremonial change of command January 9th. Spears has served as South Carolina's Adjutant General for the past 16 years. Soldiers and airmen from the South Carolina National Guard stood in formation with a massing of colors and representatives from each of the major subordinate commands and units from around the state. More than a thousand soldiers, airmen, and their friends and family members witnessed this formal military ceremony. During his tenure, Spears led the South Carolina National Guard through numerous deployments to Afghanistan, Iraq, the Balkans, and other hotspots around the world. Under his leadership, the South Carolina Army and Air National Guard have maintained a renowned reputation as elite combat forces. Spears recently retired after over 50 years of service. Livingston was officially sworn in as the state's 27th Adjutant General in a ceremony January 12th. Among many of his fellow Adjutant Generals, he is the only elected Adjutant General in the nation. Livingston is a decorated combat commander who led the South Carolina soldiers from the 218th Brigade Combat Team through a one-year deployment to Afghanistan from May 2007 to April 2008. He commanded Combined Joint Task Force Phoenix in Kabul, Afghanistan, providing training teams for the Afghan National Army and police. Livingston, during the change of command ceremony, looked to Governor Haley and said, Governor, I know these troops, I know the South Carolina Military Department, and I assume this responsibility without hesitation or mental reservation, and look forward to serving with you in the days to come. Thank you very much. For the South Carolina National Guard Community Relations, I'm Major Cindy King. Thousands attending the South Carolina Governor's inauguration ceremony January 12th were pleasantly surprised when the 169th Fighter Wing soared over the State House. The two-ship flyover immediately followed the swearing-in of Governor Nikki Haley. Despite freezing temperatures and icy conditions, the Swamp Fox team rallied to successfully de-ice aircraft, enabling them to mark the significance of the event. Governor Haley, as the 116th Governor for the state and first female Governor in South Carolina, is by constitutional law the commander-in-chief of not only the state, but also the South Carolina National Guard. The lead pilot for the flyover was Captain Damon Otis Bremley, with Captain Jared Salty Sonderman in the F-16 behind him. Sonderman said, It was quite an honor to be part of an event with such historical significance. We don't often get a chance to do a flyover for an inauguration of a governor. Sonderman said everyone worked really hard to get these jets ready, 
and that the maintenance crews worked especially hard to remove ice from the jets. It was really a team effort to accomplish this flyover, said Sonderman. It was also a first for me to fly so low over downtown Columbia that I could see the buildings. Governor Haley glanced towards the sky as the jets were heard approaching the state house, and she smiled as they passed overhead. The 169th Fighter Wing was extremely honored to support Governor Haley with the flyover, said Brigadier General Scott Williams, commander of the 169th Fighter Wing. While the ice and freezing temperatures were not ideal, as always, the hard work and dedication of our air crews and pilots accomplished the mission. Hey y'all, Sergeant Erica Knight here with a reminder that we are well into the dreaded cold and flu season. Here are a few tips for cold and flu prevention. Cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough. Wash your hands frequently or use hand sanitizer, especially after touching common items like doors and elevator buttons. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth as much as possible. It will prevent the spread of germs. Drink plenty of water to keep your body hydrated. Make sure you've had your flu shot. You may feel bad for a couple days, but you'll be better off in the long run. If you do develop a fever and flu-like symptoms, stay home until 24 hours after your fever has subsided unless seeking medical treatment. Keep these tips in mind and hopefully we can make it through this season a little healthier. The year 2011 started with history being made as Marie Goff became the first female general officer in the South Carolina National Guard. She was promoted to the rank of Brigadier General in a ceremony at the Bluff Road Armory January the 7th. Goff, a native of 96, began her military career as an enlisted soldier in 1977. She was awarded her commission as a second lieutenant after graduating from the Palmetto Military Academy in 1981. During the ceremony, she thanked those who have helped shape her career and says she is looking forward to the challenges of her new responsibilities. Thank you for sharing this special occasion. I want to thank the leadership for their confidence in me to become a general officer. General Spears forwarded my nomination for Brigadier General two years ago, and I've been expressing my appreciation ever since. Thank you, General Spears. Every time I thank you, you say, don't thank me, you work hard and you deserve it. I always think, a lot of people work hard, why me? I want to say to General Spears, and General Livingston that I will do everything that I can do to make a positive difference in our organization. I'm excited about this new opportunity and about being a key part of this great organization and serving the citizens, soldiers, and airmen of South Carolina. Currently, Goff serves as the Vice Chief of the Joint Staff of the South Carolina Military Department. We congratulate her on her history-making promotion. The 218th Maneuver Enhancement Brigade held its annual Soldier of the Year and Non-Commissioned Officer of the Year boards on January 8th at McCready Training Center. Staff Sergeant James Washington won the 218th Maneuver Enhancement Brigade Non-Commissioned Officer of the Year board and Sergeant Brett Kinsey is the runner-up. Specialist Nathan Otto won the 218th Maneuver Enhancement Brigade Soldier of the Year board and Specialist Brian Taylor is the runner-up. The state board will be held in February. Congratulations to the 218th Maneuver Enhancement Brigade winners, and good luck to all those competing next month.
The Skang Family Programs Office held a one-day education fair for Army and Air National Guard members and their families during January drill. The education fair brought representatives from several colleges. Veterans Affairs representatives gave a brief on post-9-11 GI benefits. Staff Sergeant Jeremy Hunt with the 169th Security Forces Squadron mentioned that USC representatives were very helpful, pointing him in the right direction for the MBA programs offered as evening classes. Some of the other groups and schools represented were Troops to Teachers, ITT Tech, University of Phoenix, American Military University, and Liberty University. Terry DeLille, Family Programs Manager, said the idea was born after she and Diana Williams, wife of 169th Fighter Wing Commander Brigadier General Scott Williams, returned from a volunteer conference in New Orleans in August. DeLille says she was pleased with the turnout for the event. Airman First Class Janice Dobson with the 169th Security Forces Squadron and a student at the University of South Carolina stopped by to get information on various graduate school programs. She said she was looking at school options and was thankful the event was held on base. I'm Sergeant Erica Knight and this is Looking at Your Health where we'll be discussing current health and fitness topics to keep you and your family healthy and active. The winter holidays have come and gone, leaving some looking back at the string of parties, gatherings, cookies, and other holiday food indulgences and thinking, how do I get over all that food? One of the top and often broken resolutions for the new year is to lose weight and exercise more. I have some helpful hints to get you started this year. First of all, your body is most likely reeling from all the rich and yummy holiday indulgences. I mean, who can say no to a second helping of their aunt's homemade mac and cheese or mom's famous caramel apple pie? Get back to the basics. Start off with lean protein like chicken or salmon. Then add plenty of veggies. Green leafy ones are the best, but don't forget about green beans, carrots, zucchini, or corn. Then add a grain like brown rice. This may sound like a boring dinner, but try a variety of spices like turmeric, cumin, or garlic. They can give plain food a new flavor. Don't feel like you can't eat your favorite foods? Indulge occasionally, and it'll keep you from craving those treats. Take smaller bites of food and chew slowly. This gives your body more time to signal that you are full. Make sure to serve yourself from the stove or counter. A Cornell University study showed that people ate 35% less when they had to get up for seconds. I am not a morning person, so needless to say, I wait until the last possible minute to get out of bed, which means I'm usually running out the door with barely a minute to spare. But getting a good breakfast every morning is what keeps you from mindlessly snacking all day. How do I do it, you ask? I have breakfast packed the night before, and I take it to the office with me. That way, while I'm checking email and getting everything started, I can still have a good breakfast. Yogurt, a hard-boiled egg and fruit, or even a peanut butter and jelly bagel make a great, fast and travel-friendly way to start the day. This is also a good time to try and kick that soda habit. A Center for Science in the Public Interest report stated that carbonated soft drinks are the single biggest source of calories in the American diet. Try cutting soda out for 30 days. If you can't go cold turkey, try to only drink it on the weekends. Ultimately, make small changes to your diet. You'll be more successful than if you make large sweeping changes. Set goals, but make sure they are attainable and quantitative. I like to set a long-term goal, which is my ultimate result for the year. Then I set short-term goals, maybe monthly. Then that can be broken down into the immediate goals for the week. Then I can check back at the end of that time and see if I accomplished it. If not, I look back on what I did 
and make adjustments for my strategy the next week. Make sure you write your goals down and put them somewhere you will see them often. The refrigerator, your desk, next to your toothbrush, whatever makes it work for you. Join us next month when we'll be discussing healthy ways to dine out. I'm Sergeant Erica Knight, and this has been your health advice on looking at your health. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed this installment of the Palmetto Informer and check back with us next month to hear more stories about your guard family. The information and opinions presented on this program are for information purposes only. We make no representations or guarantees of any kind with regards to the accuracy or application of any of the topics discussed in this program. The information given is solely the opinion of the presenter and does not represent that of the South Carolina Army or Air National Guard or any other military branch of service. We accept no liability of any kind for the use or misuse of this information discussed.